Yo, what up, pod racers? Are you like me where you sunburn easily? Have narrow shoulders you want to hide from the world? Weirdly small nips? Great news, we have a solution. Original tabletop shirt designs. Reading Rainbow, Dungeon Club, a dungeon in a dragon. Find these and more over at patreon.com slash goblins growlers shirt club at the $25 tier. These are all exclusive limited run designs. We'll never bring them back again. So be sure you get yours by signing up at patreon.com slash goblins growlers. Yippee! Got it. I just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same page. Hey, boats down there ready for for uh, to shake the earth if necessary to loosen up those tunnels. <laughs> ready to loosen up those tunnels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's that song oh. that goes, I feel the earth move Ugh. under my feet. I feel the sky come tumbling down. Is that a song about romancing boats? <laughs> <laughs> Always. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. Well, howdy, listeners. Welcome to the Daily Crier Listening Show, where all the news varying and beyond can make its way right to you. You know, I was reading through some old journals the other night, and I happened upon some memories of a show I listened to as a youngin. Host name was Chrissa. And something about the open and introspective way she'd talk along the airwaves. Well, I believe those were the early notions that led to my journey leading me here today. Krissa had a unique way of looking closely at things most would often forget existed, and widely at things we spent our lives assuming we understood. Curiosity spark behind the spark. Maybe that's what it was that always drew me in. It's fascinating how one person's curiosity can ignite so effortlessly something new in the minds of others. Well, curiosity plays a big role in where the party finds themselves. Each person looking for a way out, a way in, or a way back to each other. Koza, I'm sure, I had a lot to think about after an eventful dinner. And the rest of the party can only speculate about the secrets of the Folger family. That is, until their curiosity leads them to their answers. But will they like what they find? And who is it knocking at Koza's chamber door? Stay curious, listeners. And as always, y'all take care now. On the last episode, we left off on the party at large, basically deciding that they were going to investigate the spooky tunnels underneath the Fulger estate. Whereas Koza, comfortably situated in a guest room in the Fulger Manor, had decided that he was going to investigate the, the extended manor himself, and there was a knock at his door. After getting 
bathed and changed and with the decision to go investigate more of the manor, you hear a knock at your door. Um. Uh, um, yes, hello, come in. The door is going to open and Ilfiel kind of pokes her head in. Is it okay if I talk to you for a minute? Oh, oh, sure. She's going to slide in and close the door behind her. So, was that whole dinner thing really weird? Oh, was it? I don't know, like... Um, she's going to move and she's going to sit in one of like the big comfy chairs that is set up in the room. Can I be honest with you? I have a real quick question. Yeah. Is this a halfly sized chair? That's just no, like it's a okay. it's it's a standard chair. Okay. <laughs> Can I be honest with you? Oh, oh, of course. She's gonna kind of she's gonna rest her elbows on her knees and put her face in her hands. So I came because Emberlin needed me to like have this negotiation with these people, but I don't really understand anything that anyone is talking about. I just remember the things Emberlin told me to say, and I kind of needed someone to explain to me what happened down there because it seemed really weird. Oh, I also didn't understand anything that um, people were talking about. Um, oh, okay. That makes me feel better. Okay, yeah. Um, were they talking in some sort of... Did they mean what they're saying? Because I, I don't know why they cared so much about transporting chickens. Uh, I have no idea. Honestly, the reason I came was because you seemed to have a better grasp of what was going on than I did. Oh, well, I did see, um, I, I was in blue recently, and, and I did see crates of, of um, creatures. Uh, uh, they seem to be magical beasts of some variety um, being transported. So it seems like maybe it's connected. I, I don't know, though. Anyway, it's something I'm kind of worried about um, because... Uh, anyway. Okay. That was all I needed to talk to you about. I just, I don't know. I felt like asking any of the Fulgers would be weird and you were there and you've been really nice. And I thought that it would be helpful for you to be able to tell me what was going on if you knew. And if you didn't know, like you don't know, then it would be much better because it would mean that I'm not just like not following what's happening. Oh, oh, I mean, it seems to me that you know what you're doing I, I actually what is your what is this contract about so I'm not supposed to say but can you be can you promise that you can keep it super secret no I mean um <laughs> uh, uh, yes yeah uh, yes which one is it because like if you can't that's fine I just can't tell you oh well See, I, I'm worried that this contract might be have to do with something that puts my friends in danger. And if they do, I'll have to tell them. Oh, it's not going to put them in danger, provided that they're not trying to, like, be involved in, like, the war thing going on between the Boris Empire and Ilaria. As far as goes to know, is, are they involved? <laughs> yes. Oh, um, well, see, that's the thing is, um, uh, um, that's the thing? Wait, your friends are going to fight in the conflict? Oh, goodness, I hope we don't have to fight. I mean, I think we're mostly trying to avoid actually um, uh, uh, getting too directly involved, but but um, 
we have gotten into fights, and those fights do seem to be uh, related to the, the heightening tensions. Who have you been fighting? Oh, you know, um... Oh, well, recently we've had to fight a bunch of bounty hunters that have been after us. One of them was called the, the Emerald Lotus. Um, uh, that was really just really quite annoying, actually. Um, uh, are your friends like, she kind of like looks around conspiratorially and then leans forward. Are, are your friends helping with the metallic dragons? Oh, um, is, is that a problem if we're helping the metallic dragons? Uh, yeah. Oh. It means I'm supposed to fight you guys, and that we're actually enemies. Oh, um, well... Because Emberlin hired the Emerald Lotus to kill these adventurers who've been trying to bring back the metallic dragons, which is actually, like, a really bad thing for us. Oh, well, you should tell Emberlin to hire less annoying bounty hunters. Because of low-key destroying the quest. Um... Um, okay, she's gonna stand up. I've gotta go. Wait, I don't know if you should go. I really think no, that I'm supposed I think, to. I think you should stay. Um, are uh, we going to fight? Um, I, I don't think... I'm really I, tired I, and I don't rather, super want to fight right now. I, I don't think I want to fight you, but... <laughs> oh, then you can just come over to our side. Oh, I, I also don't think I really want to do that either. I mean, you could come join our side. Okay, see, that doesn't really work for me. I've been, my like, my whole family's been red dragon priests, and I serve a really powerful red dragon who's very, very special to me. And he also doesn't want the metallic dragons to come back, and it's kind of my job to make everything that he wants happen, happen. Um... Well, see, I have to say, I, I am getting a little bit worried that you're going to leave here and then tell, um, is it Emberlin, um, that, that we're here and then you're going to kill us. Oh, I'm not going to kill you. I am going to tell Emberlin that you're here, though, and she probably will or she'll send somebody. To oh, OK. Is that what you want? No, but I mean... It's kind of what I'm supposed to do. It is my job. Uh, I'm actually, like, kind of upset. I thought okay. we were friends. See, I, I thought we were friends, too. Um, and, you know, to be honest, are, are you sure it's you have to do something just because it's your job? Yeah, that's what a job is. <laughs> well, um, I don't know if you guessed this, but... Um, my job would certainly not be for me to be here. Like, if, if if I was to go... if But you're a noble. You don't have a job. Oh, well... I mean, I do have expectations. Family expectations that are not unlike yours, it would seem to me. Then you'd understand why I have to still do well, it, then. That's where I don't, because I am... Absolutely disappointing my family right now. Yeah, it seems to be a thing you're doing, like, a lot right now. But what I'm saying is I'm, I, I think I'm happier for it. I think my life is better because my family's disappointed in me. 
look, what works for you works for you, and that's awesome, but I have an actual, like, mission and plan. And it's not mine, but it's one that I believe in because I believe in the people that I care about, and they want this, and they think it'll make the world better. So I'm gonna have to side with them. So I'm really sorry. So how does it make the world better, though? Having the metallic dragons be gone doesn't enforce an alternate... What, how is it? Amberlynn said it. She had a really good way to phrase it that I don't super remember, but basically, metallic dragons make it so that you have to follow their rules all the time. Chromatic dragons generally have a... If you, like, give them tribute sometimes or generally stay out of their way, they don't make it so that you can't do the fun stuff you want to do. People get to make their own choices, and metallic dragons are all about, like, justice and honor and stuff, and those aren't really real. Um, it doesn't really seem like you're making your own decisions right now. But, I don't know, maybe you are? Do you want me to die? I mean... No. Okay. But I also don't want you helping the metallic dragons. So I only have so many choices there. If you don't want to come with me and be on our side, and you're going to be on their side... Okay, okay. I mean, if you pro uh, if you abandon your quest, then it, I don't have to. Um. Well, you see, I, I feel like... Um, even if we did walk away from our quest right now, we would still probably get killed. I guess. I don't know. So, so I have to kind of make sure that I don't. So are you going to let me go or are we going to have to fight? Because I don't want to do that. Um, okay. So I don't want to fight either. But again, this comes to the impasse of if you leave, then, um, then, then all my friends get killed. Well, it'll take them some time to get here. You might be able to get away if you run. Um, but like in the broader sense of things, too. Um, I mean, I, I guess we could try to run. I don't actually know where they are right now, so it could take too long. Um, I'm and, really sorry, Koza. Uh, well, I wish it wasn't like this. Well, I guess that's the choice you're, you're gonna make. Yeah, I guess so. I, I would hope that you um, wouldn't go do this, um, but I, I also feel like I shouldn't stop you from going where you want to go, uh, so I guess um, uh, get killed by you later? Yeah, I'll see you later. Uh, okay. I hope you do real good in the fight. Oh, okay. She's going to stand up and kind of give you this really sad, disappointed look, and then she's going to leave. Oh, what do I do? What do I do? So, so Kosa is going to be a little bit of a jerk because he kind of realizes, oh, time's running out now. Um, oh, oh, real quick, before you go. Mm -hmm. And as she turns around, he casts blindness. Ilfiel's going to kind of stumble for a second and then blink and look up at you with this look of just shock and betrayal um I, I i can't let you um hurt my friends so um so, sorry about that um ilfiel's but, um, 
entire body is going to kind of go a little bit stiff and you're going to feel this intense wave of heat like dragon fire radiating off of her the air around her is shimmering before i really didn't want to have to do this um i'm so sorry i i don't want to do this either full initiative bud (laughs) cut to the other party right before we do this combat. Okay, Boat. It's time for us to use the listening shoots. Look at these little horns. We're gonna listen to each one until we find a place that maybe Koza might be. Oh, okay. Oh, they're labeled. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah, because you gotta know which rooms they're in. This one says bedroom number 17. Uh, where is bedroom number 17? Uh, That's too many bedrooms. Excuse me, voice in the sky. If you can just stop casting judgment over the number of bedrooms yeah. to bathrooms my um, house ratio is, I'd appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, voice in the sky, it's cast a, judgment. Johannes yeah. saves. It's a 34-bedroom, three-bath. Yeah, three-bath. <laughs> the fourth bath is outside. Okay. Uh, wait. Oh, where's that one? That dumb waiter is way down there. I point to a very dark hallway. You're going, you're go so, so set the scene. So you've got these metal tubes that let you listen into rooms, which for the record, those existing implies some terrifying things about the servants of the Folger family. Thing number two, it is connecting to those dumb waiters that Johannes was going to use. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, okay. essentially, just as uh, if somebody yelled out through a horn, hey, I need a thing. Then you get into the dumbwaiter and you bring the thing. Makes sense. I'm following. Yeah, that's my thought. So what's so you're picking one at random or? Yeah. Okay. Roll a d20 for me. Uh, Chapman, roll a d20 for me too. Don't add a modifier to it. 19. I rolled an eight. So I think, but we just keep listening to these until we hear something that we're like, hmm, that sounds like a Kozile. And then we go from there. Okay, so we just got to hope that he's talking somewhere. Yeah, okay. or that somebody's talking about him, and then maybe we can narrow it down. But otherwise, if you use these dumbwaiters, I got caught many a time when I was just a wee lad getting using the dumbwaiter system and people being like, Johannes, that's for laundry. All right, and I'll start down here at this end. You start at that end. Okay. Boat, roll for me. Uh, just a naked D20. Naked D20. I hate that being the phrasing of it, but yes, roll a naked D20. Well, that's what we're... That's what we're using. It's a D20, but without underpants. Yeah. If you're putting clothes on your D20 before rolling it, you are making the game much more difficult for yourself. Would Um, a D20 wear pants like this or like (laughs) this? Uh, That's going to be a 15. So the two of you are going to start down the tubes, listening for whatever sounds. Boat, eventually you're going to come up to one that you can hear the muttered sounds of conversation. Okay. You can hear that the voice is definitely Koza. And from what you remember, the dragon priestess. 
Okay. Hey, I got something. I got something over here. Oh, bedroom number twelve. All right. Sounds like. Been. Sounds like Coz is talking. Maybe, might be with might be with that dragon priestess. Ooh, we don't want to interrupt if uh, he's doing top secret stuff, like a spy would do. I mean, he's talking to her, so he's probably mm -hmm. not spying on her. No, I meant uh, he's he's undercover. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Boat, as you're having this conversation with Johannes, the metal tube that you are listening in begins to radiate a heat. Ow! That burned my ear. Well, that doesn't make sense. These things are always, ow! Whoa, 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 whoa! This thing's way too hot. Are these steam pipes? <laughs> no, they're not even, they're not even uh, st stove pipes. They're not steam pipes, not stove pipes, not storm pipes. They're not supposed to be hot, boat. So is it just getting hotter and hotter? Uh, it's starting to glow slightly, but it will hit a critical mass of heat. It's not going to start, like, melting. Johannes, what's going on with these house pipes you got here? This thing is, like, are you sure this isn't, like, a radiator system or something? You're positive? I'm a double positive. Has it ever gotten hot like this before? I'm double negative. So it has. No, it hasn't. <laughs> but you're double negative. Oh, no, wait. Uh, uh, I'm positive. Okay. I'm triple negative. Um, well, anyways, I can't listen to it now because it's hot. Unless yeah. we got some non-conductive material that I could stick in it and then stick to my ear. Mm, yeah, we probably have something like that. Give me one second. Let's see what we got. In yeah, find inventory. a wooden Give me my no. oven mitt earmuffs. Yeah, or a we wooden have... pipe or something. Um, hmm, I have... Let's see... I've got limes. Um, I don't know if that Oh, helps. thank God. We have limes. That'll solve everything. Mm -hmm. I don't really have something that will let us listen to it with, uh, without uh, okay. burning ourselves. Unless right. you got something. No. We got hand cream. All right, but we know that we know that they're in bedroom 12. Yeah, All right. and we know that this is getting hot. Why would it be getting hot, Boat? I mean, it's your house, man. Mm, you're right. <laughs> Things I know about my house. One, it's never hot. What if there is a fire there? Is somebody is somebody casting a heat metal on this somewhere? Like at the other end of the pipe? I don't know. You do magic. I mean, not so well. So do you. <laughs> do I do magic? You're a paladin. Voice in the sky. Are you telling me that I can roll an arcana check? This, this... Divine power count as magic? I guess it does. Mm -hmm. I rolled a uh, four. You have no idea what's going on per the huge, but like you do magic. It's because this isn't the sort of thing that soon would do in this situation. I always just thought they were little blessings. But yeah, you do magic. <laughs> Is it you asked if it was heat metal? Is it heat metal? I don't know. I guess I'll roll an arcana. I love the idea that Koza's upstairs fighting for his life while Johannes and Boat are just like hands on hips looking at this pipe like, is this a magic effect? I rolled yeah, it. I, I got a 24. It's definitely hot. A 24? Yeah. You are able to tell that there is no direct spell on these pipes. It's because something from the room that these pipes are coming from is emitting an immense heat. Oh, okay. All right. So here's... Here's the deal. There's no spell uh -huh. on these pipes or anything like that. It's yeah. just just conducting heat. So some, something's going on in bedroom 12. It's hot in is, bedroom 12. Koza, Koza and that dragon priest are mega things hot in bedroom 12. Do you think 12. that room's on fire? Is it on fire? Something might be on fire. Boat, 
We're not supposed to use the dumb waiters when things are on fire. We got to take the stairs. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure we no, use the dumb Rule waiter? number one of fires is don't use the dumb waiter. Come on, we're taking the stairs. All right, let's go. I grab his, I grab his arm and I start running. All right, so the two of you book it towards the stairs to get to Koza's room. Yeah, we're going to bedroom 12. We're going to go ahead and cut back to Koza. Uh, who has first turn on this initiative? Um, cause this one-on-one wizards duel thing. Um, uh, Koza, um, it's like you see like a moment of like, what do I do? What do I do? And he's like, oh, um, uh, uh and he grabs in his little pouch and brings out spores and <gasps> blows the spores like into um Elfiel's face uh, as he casts confusion. <laughs> I-, I hope she's not wise. <laughs> That is a six with her modifier. All right. Uh, okay. I get to roll a d10 to see what happens. Um, a five. Um, so for a two to a six, the creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. Okay. So she's she's stuck. Yeah. She's she's uh, like in a catatonic hallucinatory state from a bunch of uh, mushroom spores. All right. So that will ma- render her ineffective during her turn. Yep. Um. So I guess then it loops back around to Koza's turn. I, it, cool. Koza's gonna shift into a um, a giant constrictor snake. Way to go, Koza, for branching out. Hey, you know the the three types of animals you can turn into: long noodley. Actually, there's only two types: long noodley and uh, bird. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> long noodles and bird is it. Yep. Those are your options. Yep. All right. Um. I I hope this works. I don't want to hurt you. He says in a snaky voice. <laughs> I hate how Koza talks like a snake. I hate that so much. Well, you should just hear him when he's using the art of s- yeah. seduction. Now you can call him Cobra Yurich. <laughs> I hate everything about Cobra! this. Cobra! <laughs> All right. She remains motionless and kind of in a daze. Um... Koza is gonna constrict. <laughs> uh, um, this, um, uh, just, just hold tight for us one second. Um, I will tell you, with the level of heat she's emitting, you will probably take some damage constricting her. Okay. Well, this, uh, this giant constrictor snake that is also Koza, uh, const- like coils around uh, Ilfiel, and she's now restrained. She is radiating heat, though. So Koza, like, what he does... So as soon as uh, she's restrained, he starts trying to, like, squirm his way uh, towards the bathroom. So you're constricting and also trying to move. Yes. Okay, I am on the same page. I am following. I am understanding. Like, Koza's like, I... thinking, oh, there's still a bathtub full of water that's at least not as hot as... <laughs> As Ilfiel is right now. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, it's it's hard to be as hot as Ilfiel is. She's pretty cute. Hey yo. Uh, uh, so holding on to her though is going to roll for that. Uh, you're gonna take six damage. All right, six damage. I'm I'm still I'm still oh, well getting cooked, <laughs> but I'm still, yeah. You're still you're still having some troubles, yeah. but okay. She is going to finally pass that, so she's gonna to as she's being squeezed and kidnapped. Uh, she's going to start, like, she's going to kind of shake her head and and blink and look around. 
And now she remembers what has happened. She remembers that she is in a fight with Koza. The heat is not reducing. Mm -hmm. But she is going to try and struggle out. And that is a three. So she does not succeed. Yeah, so Koza um, continues to, like, uh, try to slither as best he can. I think he probably can't slither very quickly. Well, but, um, yeah, still tries to slither his way towards the, the bathroom. Um, does he make it there this turn? From where he is, yeah, you can you can make it into the bathroom. Okay, uh, then I want to flop, flop this whole constricted mess into the tub. You're not that far okay. in. Okay, so... You've got one more turn to go for that. Okay, that sounds... But you are in the restroom. Reasonable. You didn't drain the tub after your bath? I think Koza would have waited for a servant to do that. Gross! Well... For, like, two reasons. I mean, what... Nobles are gross. Do you think? I mean, that's my impression of, like, how nobility would do that. I know you're right. Just, (laughs) ugh. Eat, like... Koza's gonna be one of the first people under the guillotine. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> okay. Yo- Johannes is getting a pass lately, yeah. man. Koza up on that balcony being like, let them eat mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they can have truffles. Let them eat let truffles. Them eat truffles. <laughs> truffles the pig begins squealing in fear. <laughs> I know. So... We're going to cut away from Koza, struggling to get this burning tiefling into a bathtub. So Dungeons and Dragons is a wild game. Um, we're going to cut to Johannes and Boat. So you guys are going to be running up the stairs. You're going to get back up to the kitchen proper, which is how you got into the tunnel space in the first place. How are you going to get through the manor? Are you just going to book it through or are you going to got- try and find a way around? We got through the to the tunnel space through my bedroom. Was it through your bedroom? Yeah, because okay. there's a, there's secret tunnels attached to my bedroom that me and uh, Truffles used to go and hang out in. That is. There's correct. also ways to the kitchen. Fair. I am now remembering. That is correct. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a little bit less dire, but still, are you gonna try and find a way to sneak there, or are you just gonna go? Sneak. It's on. F- it's on fire. Bo, grab buckets. <laughs> there's buckets here. Uh, right, okay. I'm sorry. You're sneaking because it's on fire. No, sneaking, question mark. Like, why would anyone oh, okay, sneak now when a I'm house following. is on fire? I thought, I thought you were going sneaking, exclamation point, because we don't want the fire to know we're coming. It was a question mark, exclamation point. Grab the buckets. We're filling them with water boat. Come on, bucket brigade. Where, like, where are we getting the water from? Oh, right here. This is the drinking bowl for okay. truffles. Okay. That's a big bowl to fill multiple that's, buckets. That's, <laughs> whoa, it's a... Uh, come on. Look, truffles don't... She's not a small pig anymore. Is it a trough? Yeah. Okay. Why is there a livestock trough in Johannes' room? Because it's Truffle's room. Yeah, I got it installed for my pet. Okay. Anyway. So you're going to be able to fill somewhat okay two buckets from what is left of Truffle's water. Not sure how much of it is pig backwash. Yeah, it's sloppy pig water. Yeah, hold on. I I just had the thought, and I wanted to share this with everyone, that the whole reason this became Truffle's bedroom instead of being converted into a guest room after Johannes left is probably because Johannes had it significantly customized for pig care. Yeah. And then it would have taken, a, it would have cost a lot to change it back. 
And they all have oh, other could... bedrooms, so it's like, well, we could spend the money to re-unfurbish the pig room that Johannes stayed in, or we could just use any of our 16 other guest bedrooms. The yeah, pig you can't room. put a visiting dignitary into a room that has a big water trough. But in you it. know what you so can't probably get the wrong idea. You know what you can put in there? A pignatary. Yeah. Okay, that was cute. So the two of you are going to get a moderate amount of water and begin sprinting towards the room that you assume is the one on fire. What do you mean assume? It's on fire. You're able to grab a moderate amount of water from the trough and sprint out towards the room that even more than you know your own house, you can tell is the room you're looking for as you can see a little bit of a shimmer around the door. As you bust in, buckets in hand, the room's air itself just absolutely shimmers with heat. But through the heat, you see an enormous snake flopping its way into the bathroom. is a co-production of Alpha Comics and Games with Goblins and Growlers. Our audio production and all original music composition is provided by Gabriel Perez. He can be found at Amethyst Audiomancer on Instagram. The voice of Alita and our DM for the podcast is Alex Smith. She can be found at Alpha Comic Games on Twitter. The voice of Charles Gravyboat Barnes is Brandon Dingus. He can be found at Way of Brandalore on Twitter. The voice of Eek and Koza are Chapman Adams. He can be found at What Are Birds on Instagram. The voice of Johannes is Alan. He can be found at The Dungeon Meowster on Instagram. And finally, the voice of Solinar is me, Josh Maltby, and I can be found at Black Cloak DM on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening. I loved Koza's privilege showing in that conversation too. It's like, well, you don't, you don't have to do your job. Like, well, you're a noble. Oh, nothing made me happier than no. That's what a job is. Yeah. <laughs> awesome statement.